Hello everybody, and welcome back once again to Straight Out A Clawing. With me, your host, of course, Dylan Turl Reeve. Happy Friday everybody. This is always a great day during the week. It's the weekend, it's, it's time to let the hair down, it's time to let loose, and it's time to get excited because we have another edition of this podcast which is getting some great support from all you great listeners out there. I'm going to pose a question for all of you great people out there who regularly listen and support this show. One thing I love about certain podcasts is when the fans have a nickname. So one of my favorite podcasts is the Believe You Me podcast with Michael Bisping. And the listeners are referred to as the Believers. Uh, I used to listen to the Wrestle Talk podcast quite a lot. And the fans of that and the listeners of that podcast were referred to as the Swaft Nation. What can we call the listeners of this show? I'm thinking the Kleinites. I think that would be pretty cool. But please let me know your suggestions. I've got all my social media in the description of this episode. So make sure you hit me up on those platforms and let me know what you think the listeners of this show should be called. All two of them. No, I'm joking. We have, we've got a bit more than two. Let me just say that. It's, it's much appreciated. It's, it's, a, it's a humble audience, but it's a very loyal one and a very good one. And I'm much, uh, I'm very grateful, I should say, for that. And uh, I, I really do appreciate every single one of you. So thank you for that. But enough of the pleasantries. This week is going to be... A very intriguing episode, I think. A name I just mentioned there is Michael Bisping. For those of you who don't know, and I would imagine that there's not many of you, but listen, you never know. Michael Bisping is the first ever British UFC champion in history. He won the middleweight title back in 2016. He's my personal favorite mixed martial artist of all time. Uh, funnily enough, the reason I started liking Michael Bisping was when I watched UFC 100, which admittedly wasn't his best night, and I'm sure he won't mind me saying that, but I was watching that because of Brock Lesnar, because obviously as a wrestling fan, I got into MMA through Brock Lesnar making the transition from the squared circle to the octagon, and I saw that Michael Bisping was fighting. I hadn't heard of him at this stage, but I was like, oh cool, he's from Manchester, and obviously I'm a Manchester United fan, so instantly I liked Michael Bisping, and I was gutted when he lost uh, at UFC 100, but he's just gone on to be my all-time favourite mixed martial artist, without question. I think GSP is the GOAT, and he's a very close second when it comes to my favourite MMA fighter of all time, but he is, for me, the GOAT. I, I've got a lot of respect for Habib. Uh, I respect John Jones in the octagon when he's not, you know, doing stuff he shouldn't be doing. Um, I, I would still pick GSP over John Jones regardless of that, though. Just a personal taste thing. But Bisping is my favourite. But Michael Bisping, who I was very lucky to be on Believe You Me last week, his great podcast, my question was answered, so thank you to Michael for that, and Brian and Harrington, uh, really, really appreciated them answering my question, which is kind of tied into what I'm talking about at the moment. The question was, in a real Royal Rumble, with nothing but UFC fighters, who would get the job done? And uh, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun hearing them answer the question and, and whatnot. But Michael Bisping, a couple of weeks before this, and I actually found out about this the other day, which uh, I thought was kind of funny, uh, on his personal YouTube channel uh, whilst he was doing a live stream, I think it was maybe the day before the Royal Rumble or maybe the day of it, uh, he was asked about wrestling. I'm not sure what the exact question was. 
And Michael Bisping had something very... Honestly, I found this funny. I wasn't insulted by this. I thought it was funny. This is what Michael Bisping said about pro wrestling. He said, I know some of you love it, and I know DC loves it. That's Daniel Cormier. And I know a lot of people love it. Uh, it's hugely popular. I don't get it. I don't understand it. My son Lucas is 11 years old. I stumbled across the WWE one night. I thought he'd love this. I loved it when I was his age. He couldn't have cared less. He didn't like it. Don't get me wrong. I do it in a heartbeat. If you send me a contract offer, boom. I'm there. The count. And I will delete this off YouTube fucking pronto. But yeah, I don't get the fascination. I don't know. I just like to see proper fights, not choreography. Don't get me wrong, some of the stuff they do is very impressive, jumping off the top rope, the somersaults, all that shit, very athletic, and I understand it takes a massive toll on their body, I'm happy for them. I'm not hating on it, God bless you. Go and make some money, and I hope it continues to go from strength to strength. I understand it's a bit of escapism and a bit of fun, but for me personally, I can't understand how another grown man that takes himself seriously gets so fucking invested in it and gets so excited about it. Maybe I'm missing something. So... I was asked about this because I'm a huge Michael Bisping fan, uh, one of the, my major influences in MMA, uh, but also, of course, I'm a huge wrestling fan, even though the modern stuff doesn't really interest me. So in that regard, I don't blame uh, Michael Bisping's son for not being invested in it, but that is kind of worrying because WWE's main audience now is it's children, especially on Raw. It's Children is the main demographic they're going for, and I suppose the loyal audience who've been watching for years. Loyal, older audience, I should say, that have been watching for years. And listen, it's not for everybody. I'm not saying that all kids are the same and that all kids enjoy the same TV shows. Of course, that's not the case. But the fact that an 11-year-old didn't really care gets me kind of worried. Now, my two younger siblings love wrestling. They Right now, they probably love it more than me. Um, in terms of, like, the modern stuff. Well, not probably. They definitely love the modern stuff more than me. Alexa Bliss is my sister's fucking hero. And, you know, Jeff Hardy is someone who my brother uh, absolutely adores. And it's funny, because Jeff Hardy is one of my um, biggest influences uh, in wrestling. And, you know, listen, I've got the Undertaker symbol tattooed onto my right leg. Like, Undertaker will always be my hero. And... You know, because people say, oh, like, you've, even though you're not watching as much of the modern wrestling now, do you, people have asked me, do I regret getting that tattoo? Absolutely not. I will always love that period of wrestling. The Undertaker will always be one of my heroes. That character just will always be something that has given me some of the greatest moments of my life. And that tattoo is a symbol of who I am. It's not just wrestling. It, it, it's For me, it's bigger than that. But that line here, uh, to go back with Michael Bisping, um, you know, saying that I can't, I can't understand how another grown man that takes himself seriously gets so invested in it and gets so excited about it. Maybe I'm missing something. Again, people ask me my opinion on this. I honestly, a few years ago, I think that line really would have insulted me. Now, I understand what Michael Bisping is saying. I think... If you've never been a wrestling fan at a certain age, I think it's very hard to understand why other people do get invested in it. Michael, I ask myself that question every day. There was a time period in my life where I actually had to take a step back because I can't remember what pay-per-view it was, but there was one pay-per-view that really put me in bad form. And I had to take a step back and realise... I am getting angry over men in spandex pretending to fight each other. 
because I wasn't happy with the outcome of a scripted show. That's not me shitting on wrestling. As I said, lifelong wrestling fan, and it will always mean, you know, the time period growing up watching wrestling will always mean a lot to me. But I did have to take that step back. I used to be a fucking wrestling referee for, you know, the best part of two years, even though I only got to be on two shows. But, and I said this to the promoter when I left Phoenix Wrestling, I just didn't feel that same passion for it towards the end. I didn't feel the urge to want to do it anymore. And I, I, honestly, it was kind of sad that it came to that, but as my chair squeaks like mad, I just didn't feel that same passion, that same energy that I felt before. And I can't really remember the last time wrestling got me excited. But one thing I'll say there to Bisping when he says, maybe I'm missing something, um, he said like he doesn't understand why people get so excited about it. There are some unbelievable moments I have from watching wrestling. Even, to be honest, as recently as August when CM Punk came back. And yeah, maybe that is me clinging on to some nostalgia and, you know, my younger years. But, fuck it, I don't care. That was still a great moment. Stone Cold is rumoured to be having a match at WrestleMania this year. I'll get excited if Stone Cold is, is having that match, even though it'll be interesting to see how a man in his 50s goes when he hasn't wrestled since 2003, which is... 19 years ago, which is fucking crazy to think about. But, yeah. I'm not offended by Michael Bisping's comments. Listen, there's this misconception about me. I'm sorry if my chair keeps squeaking, by the way. But there's this misconception about me that I didn't like people who don't like wrestling. If that was the case, lads, I would have had no friends for many, many years. <laughs> I have very few fr friends who are into wrestling. To be honest with you, the only friends who I, I have who are into wrestling are involved in wrestling. But even though my passion is for the modern stuff is kind of wavered away, I still am proud of a lot of those guys. Like, I met Reardon O'Connor today, who um, wrestled in Belfast not too long ago. And that's really fucking cool. For, I'm delighted for him. And I hope that all the guys there have unbelievable success. And as Bisping says here, God bless them. And, yeah, go from strength to strength. Fair play to them. But Michael Bisping makes an interesting point here. Um, about, you know, him him not getting it. And it's fine. It's fine not to get stuff. So what I'm doing today, right, as someone who's loved wrestling for years and have had this thrown at me constantly, I'm going to talk about things that I don't get. And I've also put up a uh, thing on Instagram asking other people, like, is there something that they don't get? And I got a few responses, which should be interesting. Let me just pull that up on my phone there just before the story runs out. Uh, let's just see if we can get it there. Let me just take a little pause here and let me come back to you. Right, I'm back. Um, so we got a few responses here uh, from people about things they don't understand uh, other people loving. The exact question was, name something that everyone else seems to love that you can't understand. So, listen lads, as everyone knows, I fucking love Michael Bisping. This is not me shitting on Bisping by any fucking stretch of the imagination. I totally get where he's coming from. Um... It's, it's a matter of opinion. Michael Bisping is my favourite mixed martial artist of all time. I don't I don't watch Michael Bisping's shows to hear him talk about what he thinks about pro wrestling. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm there to listen to him talk about mixed martial arts and, you know, stuff that he actually cares about. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's okay not, not to be a wrestling man. I love Steve-O from Jackass. Steve-O never really cared about wrestling that much and he's been always been honest about that. It's not for everybody. Everybody's different. And that's what we're going to discuss today. Some things that I don't really get that everyone else seems to love. Let's start off with the first thing. Anime. I just don't get it. I 
want to like anime. I can't even say it. Anime. I just can't get into it. And I don't understand how everyone else does get into it. I've never met anybody, like, ever who doesn't like anime that has seen it. You know, I've met a couple of people who just haven't watched it. But I've never met somebody who's watched it and doesn't like it. I seem to be the only one. I love Japanese culture. Anybody who knows me knows I fucking love Japan. Like, video games are a huge part of my life, and that's a big part of Japanese culture. Like, I was talking about pro wrestling and MMA. Japanese pro wrestling and MMA and just Japanese combat sports in general are fucking huge. And I love watching Japanese fighters and, and Japanese wrestlers. I think that I love that style of fighting. And not to say that pro wrestling is fighting, but you know what I mean. Like, e- even the Japanese style of wrestling is it's a bit more realistic than the Western style of wrestling. Um, which is which is great. But anime is something I can't get into. Porig from Celtic Codec, my, my best friend of over 20 years. I reached out to him, I want to say, about a month ago at this stage. And I'm sure he remembers this. I said, fuck it. Send me on some suggestions for anime. I, I want to give it a go. Because I felt like in the past... Maybe I hadn't given it a proper go. And that's partly down to the fact that Porig and Alex, my two co-hosts from Celtic Codec, two of my best friends, were obsessed with JoJo's. And I would see it on and I would just be like, what the fuck is happening? And I'm sure that's how people feel about wrestling when they see it and they have no idea what it is. I just don't get it. I personally just can't understand it. And not because they're speaking Japanese, listen to the subtitles there, but... It's just a lot of it's just a lot of big things happening with men screaming in Japanese or just characters screaming in Japanese and I can't I can't seem to understand the the story. There was this one character from JoJo's who kept making this weird noise. L- let me see if I can find the noise he would make and it used to fucking drive me insane. Like, I've literally had to text Porig to find out the name of that character to play that noise he fucking makes, because I just don't get it. I personally, I just can't get into it, and everyone else just seems to fucking love it. I've never, ever met someone who's watched it who doesn't enjoy it. Pora gave me some of those suggestions to watch some animes, and I can't even remember the names of the ones he of uh, the ones he suggested. But I tried watching a few of them, and I just it's it's just not for me. It's really just not for me. Again, like Bisping said about wrestling, I'm not shitting on it. I'm not trying to hate on it. I just don't get it, and that's all I can really say about it. It's it's something that I think is. Listen, it's it's again it this is another form of escapism. That you know that I had wrestling, and it's like okay, I get that part of it, but I, I, I can't, I just can't seem to understand what people love about it, and that's just me. That is just me. Uh, it's one man's opinion, and yeah, anime is just something I don't understand. Something else that kind of goes hand in hand with anime, but something that is is kind of different. It's, I don't want to say it's comic books in general, but it's the it's the people who enjoy comic books who try to shit on other people who like wrestling. Because, at least in wrestling, it's real people portraying characters. 
in comic books, these are literally characters that don't have any physical existence. Like, for example, The Undertaker in WWE. Like, there physically is a man who played The Undertaker. Mark Calloway did a great job as, as you know, as that character and, and made it last for, you know, the best part of three decades. I, I, I loved Spider-Man growing up. Batman is a character I don't understand the fascination with. He's just a man who wears a cape, dresses up as a bat, and fights a guy with face paint, who just seems a bit mad. Some of the, like, for example, the Spider-Man movies are fantastic, and I think they're brilliant pieces of entertainment and brilliant pieces of film. And I, Especially as an actor, I can appreciate how great those films are. So I love the Spider-Man, you know, series. But it's people who watched Avengers Endgame and claimed they were crying at the end of it. Which is, listen, if you're invested in something like that, that's great. But don't shit on me when I say that when The Undertaker's undefeated streak at WrestleMania ended that I was shook. When you cried because Spider-Man died in a film. You know? It's it's the hypocrisy of it. I, and it's not the fact that I don't get how they can, can get invested in characters. It's more the fact that they shit on people like me who've loved wrestling for so long and, you know, who gets invested in characters, but they don't seem to see the hypocrisy of that phrase when they're crying over characters who don't even exist. That's, you know, it's it's just a personal thing. I think that some of the movies are fantastic. I'm not a big fan of the Batman movies. Batman's a character that I think I liked when I was small, but I just don't really see the appeal now. Uh, I don't want to mention names here, but I had, a, I had a family member who used to go out with this guy who was in love with himself. Let me just say that. He was absolutely in love with himself. And for some reason, there was like this... He used to just act like he was Batman. Like, people would post stuff on his... On his Facebook page and say... Oh, like, you're on the the telly tonight, are you with the Dark Knight? And then he'd, he'd share stuff like, you know... If there was like a new Batman film coming out... He'd share stuff like, oh, the, the, the man in the paint is giving me problems again tonight. But he wasn't, like, doing it ironically. He was doing it because he just had his head up his ass. And I didn't... I just didn't get it. That, like, you know, I just thought it was quite weird. Like, you know... That would be like if I kept comparing myself to The Rock. And I've done that ironically, obviously. But obviously people know I'm joking because I'm literally the complete opposite of The Fucking Rock. But... This man, like, genuinely believed his own hype and that, you know, that he was portraying Batman. Um, so, I personally just don't get that. But look, whatever. Whatever, like. Um, yeah, I, I just don't get that. Uh, I've heard people go into, like, deep discussion about who would win, Batman or fucking Superman. And, by the way, that film was shit. I remember going to see that film with Alex, Batman vs. Superman, and fucking hell, I was bored. I was really fucking bored. I mean, the fact that they combined together because their mothers have the same name. And people are like, oh, but you don't get the full context of that story. Shut the fuck up. They literally... Batman was about to kill Superman until he found out his mother had the same name as him. Imagine this, right? Imagine someone breaks into my house and kills my dog. Right? They kill they kill Kuza. And 
I'm about to fucking kill this motherfucker for killing my dog. And he goes, oh, tell, tell, tell Jacinta I'll, I'll miss her. And I'm like, why did you say that name? Oh, it was my mother's name. Oh, really? My mother's name is Jacinta too. Oh, it doesn't matter that you killed my dog and broke into my fucking house. We're now friends. Don't try and fucking twist that into anything more than it, it being a bit silly. Like with wrestling, for example. I can admit, wrestling's a bit fucking silly. It is a bit silly. Not a bit. Let, let me take that back. It's very fucking silly. I think when wrestling's done right, it's one of the best forms of entertainment in the world. But it's very silly. It is. It's, it's, it, it is. It is exactly what it says on the tin. It's grown men covered in oil in spandex pretending to fight each other. But somehow it's given me some of the best moments of my life. It is what it is. But don't try and tell me then that Batman teaming up with Superman because he was about, or just before he was about to kill him because their mothers have the same name. Do not tell me that that is something I should be taking seriously. I don't get it. I never will get it. I don't really want to get it. It's just me. I'm not trying to shit on you. If you do, God bless you if that is what you enjoy. But me personally, I just can't get into it. Okay, this one is... I don't, I don't want to say that everyone loves this and I don't get it, but I know a lot of people who love it. And I, I still don't get it. It's Formula One. I get that people are big into cars. I get that people like automobiles. I get that people like the different types of cars, different models and all that. I, I can get that. Personally, I'm not into cars myself, but I can kind of get why people are. But Formula One is just something I can't understand and and here's why i'm i'm on board with the idea that people who are into cars want to see different modeled cars with different maybe brands or different people who make them to see which one is faster grand i can get on board with that again it's personally not for me but i can i can somewhat get on board with it but the whole point of like let's not even mention wrestling let's mention like sports So football, rugby, MMA, hurling, even Gaelic football, which is another sport I think is kind of shit. Um, Basketball, American football, boxing. When you go to see these sports live, okay, you might be up in the cheap seats as they're called, but like at least everything is in the one place. Like they're in the ring or they're on the pitch or they're in the octagon. With Formula One, I don't understand people who can go and see it live. Because, like, these tracks look fucking huge. And you're paying, I imagine, big money to see a car drive past and just hear zoom every couple of seconds. Or every couple of minutes, I should say. So, literally, you've paid, let's say, 50 quid for a ticket just to see a car go Zoom! And that's it. Because, the, like, the, as I said, the tracks just look fucking massive. And I, I just don't get it. I really, really don't want people to think I'm hating on these things. But I, like, I, I have to, when I hear people who say stuff about wrestling and why they can't get it, it's not that I want to, like, sh- you know, get stuck on them because that's their opinion. And as everyone knows, I love Michael Bisping. But I just can't, I can't get on board with other things that 
many people enjoy. And and that's just one of them. Like, uh, do I say this? I do, because he probably won't listen anyway. I went with a, for a drive with my two cousins. Alex was actually one of them. Alex and his brother Adam, Adam, who are my two cousins. And they were in the front of the car just talking about automobiles. And I, for me, like, people ask, like, oh, what's your dream car? And I'm like, lad, a Toyota will do me. My cousin, like, Adam drives a Toyota, and he took my mother's car for a drive, because my mother has a car that is... It's a nice car. I can I can appreciate when a car is nice, even though I don't even know what, I don't know what make it is. I don't know what model, and I don't really care. But it's 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 a car that I can see why car lovers would think it's cool. But Adam has a Toyota, and he's like, "Oh, I'm depressed now, going back into my Toyota driving this." I'm like, "Glad the Toyota will do me grand if I was driving, as long as I can go from A to fucking B, I'm fine." The I just I sometimes, as I say, I can understand people are into cars and they might find it interesting about the different horsepower and whatever in them, but I, like, a car is a car for me, and I'm like, for me, if I'm driving into Cork City, it doesn't, for me, it doesn't matter if I'm driving in a Toyota or a fucking Ferrari, because I'm going to the same place anyway, and as long as this thing can get me to that place, I don't really care. So, it's, again, I know I said I didn't want to shit on cars in general, but it, it is more kind of formally one, but just... I just can never get on board. I have another... I don't even want to call him a family member because I don't really talk to him. But I have a relation who's obsessed with cars. And I remember... I wasn't talking about wrestling. I was talking about MMA with somebody. And he was like, uh, Would you stop talking about that fighting stuff now for once? I went, No, I actually fucking won't. I'm going to call him... I'm going to call this man Derek for now. That's not his real name, but it's... It's similar to his real name, so work that one out if you want. I was like, no, I'm not going to stop talking about fighting, Derek, because I've just had to listen to you go on about cars for about two fucking hours. We were walking down to the pub, and you stopped every two fucking steps to look at these stupid fucking cars. Right? As if they were beautiful fucking women. So, no, I'm going to talk about fighting with somebody else who is also interested in fighting for two fucking minutes... And I don't need your fucking shit after you were just wanking over these stupid cars. I, you know, and it's people like that. Now, Derek, codename, is a judgmental prick anyway. So, fuck you, Derek. I kind of hope he hears this, to be honest. Because I think he'll know who he is, but I doubt he, he will. But, yeah. It's, I just... This is not me trying to paint everybody with the same brush as well, by the way. I'm sure, like, my, for example, my younger brother... He loves cars and just, you know, vehicles and automobiles in general. You know, he loves and like, I, I'm delighted that he has an interest that, that's his own. Like, I didn't have any influence on that. And that's fine. It's not people who are into cars, even if I don't personally understand it. It's people like fucking Derek who tried to give me shit for my interests, but then expects me to fucking wait with him while he looks at this fucking Ford 587 3 billion thousand automobile classic. Do you know, and, and talking to me as if I know anything about fucking cars. I just don't get it. I don't get it. Like, another sport I was going to put on here as well was cricket, but to be fair, I don't actually know that many people who are into cricket. And it was funny, I remember me and my friend, who I went to school with and also worked with for a little bit, we were walking to the train before, um, after work. It was actually just before Christmas last year. When I say last year, I mean 2020, not 2021. So two Christmases ago. And we were on about, like, the most popular sports in the world. And he was saying about, um... 
uh, that cricket was the second most popular sport in the world. And I went, what? I was like, surely not. Surely, like, American... Because I know, obviously, football or soccer is, is the biggest sport. And I was like, surely, like, American football would be second. Or maybe rugby. But no, it was cricket. And then I thought about it. Cricket is only big in certain countries. But every country that it's big in is fucking... Is a, is a fucking huge country. It's like, it's big in England. It's big in India, which has one of the highest populations in the world. It's big in uh, Australia. It's big in... New Zealand, even though I don't know if New Zealand's population is that big. But the countries that cricket is big in are massive countries. So I guess that kind of makes sense. And to be fair, I've only met maybe three people who actually like cricket. Um, and one of those, uh, sorry, two of those guys were Indian. And I get it because it's, it, you know, it's it's kind of the national sport over there. It's it's a very big part of their culture. So I, I guess like it's something they were brought up with. So I can deal with that. Um, and I, as I say, I was going to include it on this uh, episode, but I, I, again, because it's more of a culture thing, I kind of get it. Apparently, Ireland are quite good at cricket. Apparently. But as I say, I've never met anybody here who plays cricket. I remember being in Wales back in, like, maybe 2009, and everybody, or sorry, every estate we went past, there was always, like, you know, kids outside playing cricket and... It was something completely alien to me. Um, I thought it was very interesting because I just, I don't really see people play cricket. I suppose South Africa, which is another huge population, that's another country that is big into cricket. So, yeah, look, I think it's more of a culture thing. I think it's more of um, I think it's more of a case of you were kind of brought up with it. It's kind of like hurling here. Like, let's be honest, if some people weren't from Ireland, they would never watch hurling in their life. Like, I've seen a lot of people who've, who aren't from Ireland who get a glimpse of hurling and they're like, what the fuck is this? I remember, like, when GAA first went onto Sky Sports, I remember there was, like, Premier League footballers and everything going, this sport is fucking mental. It's crazy. And listen, hurling's a great sport. Sometimes with hurling, I think the problem is is the people involved in the sport. I don't think it's actually the sport itself because it's a great sport to watch. My granddad was a fantastic hurler in his day. Um, great player for Balnacurra, and I've had people say to me that Grandad was considered one of, if not the best player from East Cork, who never actually got to play for the county, which is fucking crazy. And, uh, like, Balnacurra is... So, obviously, I'm from Cline. Uh, my granddad's from Balnacurra, and, obviously, Middleton is, you know, the main kind of town in East Cork, Middleton and Yall, but I suppose Middleton's obviously closer than Yall is to me. Um, and... I was told that if my granddad had played for Cloyne or if he played for Middleton, he definitely would have made the Cork team. But that Balnacurra has always been a, a, a club that's been overlooked, which is crazy to hear. Um, I suppose Balnacurra has a bit of a small population as well. But yeah, that was pretty crazy to hear. I mentioned Yall there. I, I have an Uncle Lee who used to play for Yall and actually played for Cork as well. Um, so I, you know, I've, I have some family members who were fantastic uh, hurlers, but... I played hurling when I was younger. I was big into it when I was younger. I was big into rugby when I was younger. Rugby is just a sport I very quickly got out of. I think when I went into secondary school, I knew I loved combat sports and I knew I loved football. Wasn't as fussed on GEA anymore. Rugby, I just kind of got out of touch with it. Uh, But I've actually seen the Irish rugby team play twice, both times in Croke Park, uh, which was a lot of fun. Again, rugby is another sport where I'm like, I, I'm not going to say I don't get why people are into it because I used to be big into rugby and I don't think it's a bad sport. Again, sometimes it's just the people who are into rugby. I, I just, some people who are into rugby think they're better people because they're a rugby fan. 
Oh no, rug, rugby's my game. I, I don't watch the football. I don't watch that pussy sport. Rugby's my game. Yeah, shut the fuck up, you posh twat. Okay, Grand, you, you play a sport that has 30 fat lads throwing an oval backwards to try and touch it down on a piece of grass. Wow, cool. Anyway, I feel like I've gone off topic here. But there is another sport I will include here. And that sport that I don't understand why so many people love. And I do know a lot of people who love this sport. It's golf. I just think golf is so fucking boring. Like, tennis is a sport, for example, that I don't really watch, but I wouldn't, you know, I can I can see the enjoyment factor with tennis. It's it's a fast-paced sport. Um, I think that there's definitely a lot of skill involved in it. It's not to say that there's not skill involved in golf, but I think there's more, there's, the skill is just more impressive in tennis. Um, and yeah, I, I, I can get on board with tennis. Some people consider it boring, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's boring. It's just not something I follow religiously. Um, and I've played tennis before, and it's quite fun. But golf, I, I just... It, you know, Derek, who I mentioned earlier, loves golf. Fucking loves it. But I I just don't get it. I think it's just a boring atmosphere there. Everyone's really fucking quiet. And I know that might sound hypocritical, because I know Japanese crowds, for example, are quiet. But that's, again, more of a culture thing. Like, with golf, no matter... At least, like, if you, know, if you go to a wrestling show in Ireland or America or England, the crowd's going to be fucking live... Or, um, excuse me... Uh, loud and fucking vibrant but golf it's like no matter where you go the biggest reception you'll hear in golf is and that's it having said that right i do love playing golf on gta 5 i do love that golf looks like maybe it's a like i haven't really played much real golf but like i've played crazy golf for example which is fun because they add a bit of you know they add a bit of energy to it I've I've never played like real golf, and maybe it's a fun sport to play. It's maybe it's just a nice relaxing sport to play. But watching it is something I just don't get, and I don't get how so many people are invested in it, and I don't get how I don't get how it's on the level that it is. I personally just don't get that. I don't I don't really know what else to say about that. I just I just I just don't get it. I don't get it. To be quite honest with you. Um, something else I don't really get, right? And this is going to sound really weird because people know I love heavy music. I love metal music. I love rock music. I love punk music. But if I'm going to be honest, to, to move things on to the music side of things, I just don't get death metal. It's the one type of metal I can understand why people don't like because it is just, I do feel like it's just noise. Death metal is, is a genre I don't really get. Which... Might as I say, it might surprise some people because of the music I listen to. As I said, it's you know I'm a huge metalhead, love heavy metal music all my life. But death metal is something I just don't get. I just can't get on board with it, and I can understand why when people hear that they go, "It's just noise. It is just noise." And I agree. I fucking totally agree. I have been asked before, as a huge combat sport fan, is there any combat sport I don't enjoy watching? I think I mentioned it on an episode of Jotar Rising, that old show back in the day, with Alex, that judo is a sport I haven't really paid much attention to. I wouldn't say I don't like it. I wouldn't say that I'm, I have anything against it. I suppose it's probably the one combat sport I wouldn't go out of my way to watch. 
Like, obviously, when it comes to sports entertainment, I'll watch wrestling. Obviously, I love mixed martial arts. I love I love big boxing fights. I can watch amateur wrestling. I can watch jiu-jitsu. I can watch Muay Thai kickboxing. I can watch regular kickboxing. I can watch... Um, I can even watch Taekwondo, but Judo is the one thing I'm kind of like, eh, it's fine, just not my favourite. So, yeah, I suppose to answer that question, which some people have asked me in the past, that's probably my least favourite combat sport is, is Judo. But listen, it's obviously I have respect for, like, Ronda Rousey won a gold medal in Judo, like, that's fucking fantastic. And it's not me, like, disrespecting it or, like, shitting on the combat sport, it's just Judo on its own, I'm not overly into just just me personally it's just in relation to other combat sports it's just something i'm not too fussed on but i I would like to try it i would like to you know learn the discipline i've never actually um trained in judo judo or anything like that so i would like to try it maybe to get more of an appreciation for it because for example i've done amateur wrestling i've done muay thai kickboxing i've done a little bit of boxing um i haven't really done much jujitsu but i appreciate the art of jujitsu judo is something i think i i do want to try it to gain more of an appreciation for it and just probably just to get a better understanding of it and i feel like if i can get that better understanding of it i can watch it and enjoy it a bit more so yeah um that's something that i think i will have to try and do it's funny like that i say that i probably should have said this at the start of the show but like when michael bisping was saying he you know he doesn't get why people you know how grown men can enjoy wrestling it's funny that michael bisping says that because finn balor who's an irish pro wrestler uh, another guy who I've, I've looked up to an awful lot uh he actually said in an interview recently with mark andrews who's a welsh wrestler um when he was asked why does he love wrestling his answer was i don't know and he said sometimes he puts it on the telly and he's like i have to turn this shit off i can't watch it but he just enjoys doing it. So, I just, sorry, I just thought that was a kind of a, got a bit sidetracked there uh, by thinking about that, but I just thought that was something worth mentioning that, you know, when I'm saying I can't understand all these things, you know, and why people don't get them, I, I suppose I'm just trying to show it from the side of, yes, I can get why people don't understand wrestling, and I'm not going to shit on anybody who doesn't understand it, because, as I said, it's, it is silly, it is goofy, it is... It's it's wacky. It's 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 a strange fucking universe. This will this will put into account how fucking strange wrestling is. Some people out there would probably have heard of the wrestler Shawn Michaels. I would imagine most of you have. If not, Shawn Michaels uh, is one of the most popular wrestlers of all time. Many consider him to be one of the greatest professional wrestlers of all time. And he was known to be a little bit of a diva back in the day until he found Jesus and became. A born-again Christian and had a fantastic eight-year run from 2002 to 2010. And it was brilliant. Fucking loved it. But Shawn Michaels was known for being a bit of a diva and had a bit of an incident backstage. I think it was in 97. 96, 97. And he went off and reported the uh, company for an unsafe working environment. Now, Shawn Michaels' real name is Michael Sean Hickenbottom, which is a hilarious last name. And on this um, complaint that he had to sign off on, he signed the name Shawn Michaels. He signed his wrestling name on a real document complaining about the safety of workers with a fake name. To put that into perspective, right? 
let's say Sylvester Stallone is on the set of Rocky and walks off and complains about an unsafe working environment. Right? And he signs the agreement as Rocky Balboa. Like, it's just... Anyways, the, the, the thing with Shawn Michaels said, Shawn Michaels has complained about an unsafe working environment, even though his real name is Michael Hickenbottom. So imagine on set of Rocky, Sylvester Stallone walks off and the document says, Rocky Balboa has walked off because of an unsafe... Like, wrestling's so fucking weird! And I will never deny its weirdness, but that's part of the reason, I suppose, why I love it. It's because it's so fucking strange. It's such a strange world, and it's something that... I have, oft, there's often been times where I thought I was done with wrestling. Even now, like, I'm not watching modern stuff an awful lot. But some of you might have heard during the week that Cody Rhodes left AEW. And I was like, holy shit. And there's talk of him going back to WWE. And I was there like, holy shit, like, this is going to be interesting. And I'm not even watching every week, but I still find that news fascinating. Stone Cold Steve Austin. As I mentioned at the start of this, might be wrestling a match at WrestleMania in Texas. Almost 20 years after he retired. Stone Cold Steve Austin's last match was in 2003 against The Rock at WrestleMania 19. His next match potentially is going to be at WrestleMania 38. When he's into his 50s. Having not wrestled in 19 years. That's just fucking crazy and it will always bring me back in. So I suppose that was kind of the moral of this show, was to, to show that I can I can understand why people aren't into wrestling. And, you know, like someone like Michael Bisping, who I fucking adore. Like, he's my all-time favorite mixed martial artist. I take a lot of inspiration from Michael Bisping because I have fucked eyes. He won a UFC fucking middleweight title with one eye. And my like, I've got terrible vision. Like, my eyes are fucked, especially at the moment. My eyes, my vision's not great at the moment, to be honest. I do, will have to get that checked. But, you know, he's been a big inspiration that way regardless of, of the eye thing, he's just always been one of my favourite fighters and one of my favourite personas. Love his podcast. Was so excited when I saw my question being answered on it last week. Uh, we have also we also share a birthday, me and Michael Bisping, which is crazy. His birthday is the 28th of February. My birthday is the 28th of February. So that's pretty cool. Um, and I, I just honestly, I when I saw that, I was like, I've got a great idea for an episode. It's to show that, you know, I understand wrestling and I get it, but... It's interesting from a wrestling fan's point of view for me to talk about things I don't get. And, and I've, re- I've really enjoyed this. I think it's been interesting. And speaking of which, I did send out a couple, uh, or send out a story which got a couple of responses. Which was, name something that everyone else seems to love that you can't understand. Adam, who I have spoke about on this show, said Cotton-Eyed Joe. That song is very, very catchy. But it's annoyingly catchy. I don't really understand how it has, like, okay, let me, let's do this, like, together, right? So, let me go into YouTube, let me go into, um, search bar, Cotton Eye Joe, how many views does that have on the tube of you? 169 million views for the video, and the lyric version has 5.2 million views, Yeah. I can get that it's a catchy song. I just don't really know how it's a... 169 million views type of song. But, listen, everyone's different. Uh, Rory says Kiwis. I assume he means the food and not people from New Zealand. 
if that's the case, then yeah. I yeah, I suppose. I don't really know. Do I like kiwis? I love people from New Zealand, but do I like the food? Um I don't hate it, I suppose. Erica says Zendaya, some dumb cunts in my class. Okay. I would like to clarify this, right? I don't hate her. I, it's not that I can't understand why people love her. I think she's a very attractive woman. I think she's she's got a lot going for her. She's just personally not my type. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Personally not my type. Someone said to me today, so you're saying if Zendaya came over to you and said, fuck Tom Holland, you know, give it to me, essentially, that, that you would turn her down. That's not what I said. That is not what I said. What I said was, she's personally not my type, but hey. Whatever. I thought I had another response there, but it was actually just a response to a a message, uh, or excuse me, a story on Instagram of Cristiano Ronaldo, to which one of my friends has responded, this is how I look when I get head. Very funny. Very, very funny. Anyway, that will do it. That will do it for this week's episode. This has been a lot of fun. This has been something I've really enjoyed. And yeah, it was good to get some of this stuff off my chest. Because I've spoke about this with certain people. But yeah, it's good to have it out there on a platform now. So, the the Cloynites. That's what I'm calling you for now. Until someone comes up with a better name for the listeners of this podcast. Thank you all so much for tuning in again this week. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, I'm, I'm loving every minute of recording this show. It's been great to just be able to record again and just to have a bit more freedom, lads, because Joe Turn Rising, you know, I've, I've obviously been talking about wrestling on this show a bit, but on Joe Turn Rising, it, you know, I tried to do different stuff, but it was pretty exclusive to wrestling. It was very hard to, to do other stuff on that. And what I love about this is that I just have a bit more freedom to talk, to talk about whatever I want. And that's great. That's something that I'm really fucking just loving at the moment. And yeah, um... I don't really know what else to say other than thank you to all the Knights out there. I look forward to making more episodes for this podcast. I'm actually on midterm break next week. So potentially, there may be more than one episode of Straight Outta Klein next week. About what remains to be seen. Will there be a guest on here? Possibly. You'll have to wait and see, and tune in next week to find out. Until then, thank you all so much, hope you have a great weekend, and speak to you all later.